0: I think the most important thing you can do is just be imperfect in your sustainable journey, and that should be enough. And as you continue to get more and more comfortable with it, then doing better and better. But I don't think you have to be a totally perfect person in order to call yourself an environmentalist. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Mind, Body, Planet podcast. Today is a solo episode. It's been a minute since I've recorded. I took off last week, so thank you guys for being patient. It has been pretty overwhelming, and I'll tell you why in just a second, but it was really nice to just take the week off, really refocus, really get my ducks in a row, get all my work kind of situated, and then here we are. So the reason why last week I took off is because I got engaged. My fiance proposed to me at the beginning of September. So needless to say things have been kind of flipped upside down a little bit. I do feel like the last couple of weeks have been so much research because we were talking about like our ideal time to get married and all that stuff, which is so crazy. I can't even believe I'm saying that out loud. I just like can't even believe it. It's so surreal. But we think like it'd be really great to do like fall of 2024 or like keep it in 2024 rather than pushing it to 2025, which means that these venues get booked out like a year in advance. So like My Googling of (laughs) venues and caterers and photographers has been insane. Just absolutely. I mean, it has occupied way too much of my time. So that is why I took off last week. So I can kind of, I don't know, just let the engagement kind of sink in and try to get some of those things ironed away, and now we're kind of back into a good spot. So I do want to do an episode about wedding planning at some point. I know we do already have one with Maria from Living Planet Friendly. We did that a few months ago, so I definitely need to re-listen to that and take all of her tips and advice in that episode. But I also want to talk about it again and just kind of give like a first hand experience on it all. So that's definitely something I want to do at some point in the future. I don't feel like I'm there yet. I'm not far enough into the process to like truly give a great opinion on it yet. I do feel like okay, so fun fact, I used to be a wedding coordinator in college. I did it for one summer as an internship in between like my sophomore and junior year of college, I believe. So in that summer, I think I went to like 30 maybe 40. I don't know. It was, that feels like 40 feels like a lot. So maybe like 30 weddings in a span of three months. And it's kind of fun getting back into it a little bit because it's been several years since I even had that experience. And now I kind of feel like I'm back in like my little party planner mode. I was also social chair for my sorority back in the day as well. And uh, yeah, it's really fun. Actually, I love to I love to party plan. I love it a lot. It is a little bit crazy that I'm planning this for me, though. That I'm not used to yet, which is maybe something I need to talk to my therapist about, but a little crazy. Crazy to think about. Still feels very surreal. It's still very new. But yes, in the future, I want to talk more about that and just my experience with it and how we can make it as sustainable and eco-friendly as possible while also having a great, a grand old time, you know, dancing out of it, party, party. Okay, today's topic. I want to talk about intentional consumption. I do have a few bullet points here, but I'm not going to lie. This is the third time I'm recording this because I just feel like everything I've said has not really come out in the way I want it to come out. So forgive me. Maybe it's something in the air. Maybe I, I just had a cup of coffee. Maybe it's the coffee running through me and I'm just talking too fast. My brain can't keep up or vice versa. Actually, yeah, that would actually be like my brain is too fast and my mouth can't keep up. You know what I mean? So, forgive me if it feels a little bit all over the place, but I do have some bullet points written down because this is something I feel like is so important to talk about now that it is like the holiday season. We're we're jumping into Halloween, fall, then Christmas. Kind of like went backwards there. I really butchered the the chronological order of those holidays, but what we're going to be seeing and it's it's not I mean, I do feel like maybe Maybe as I've gotten older, I'm a little bit more aware, but I do feel like it's gotten kind of bad a little bit. Like just the consumption behind the holiday season, the consumption, and maybe a part of this is like TikTok, which I love TikTok. It's like one of my my streams of income, but it is hard when you get that sort of like FOMO feeling because this one person's like, run, don't walk to get this certain product or like this like pumpkin pillow or this like ghost mug or this like brand new tiniest Christmas tree for your holiday decor, you know, those things like that. And I do feel like this kind of also can fall into clothing as well. So we're going to touch on clothing a little bit too, but For the most part, I think I'm going to stick with my example of holiday decor just because that's kind of the the season that we are getting into that is most prevalent, at least in my life. I'm definitely like notorious for like home decor. Every couple of months, I rearrange literally everything. In fact, just yesterday, and this is going to tie into it too. I'm a very impulsive person. When I have an idea for something, I will not stop until I complete that idea. So I had this green wall in my office that's usually right behind me. And I just decided I was tired of looking at it. So what did I do yesterday? Instead of actually getting my work done, I got out the white paint and I painted that wall. That's what I did. I'm that impulsive. I was just like, I don't want to look at this green wall anymore. So I painted it. And, you know, I'm glad I did it. I did run out of white paint, but probably gonna have to get another bucket. But it's mostly... I just looked at it. It's it's mostly covered, but there are definitely a few splotches back there that you can see the green peeping through. But overall, I'm happy I did it because I'm an impulsive person. What can I say? With the impulsivity, I have a tendency if I go into a store and I see something I like, I'm like, ooh, I kind of want that. And then I throw it in my cart and I buy it. And before, Before I started practicing intentional consumption, I would like get home after I bought like whatever the product is, whatever, whatever it is, I would realize I have no place for this. Or like if it's like a dress, for example, (laughs) I'd be like, I'd actually never wear it because I'd be like, okay, I like this dress, but it's not functional for my life. So it would sit in my closet, have tags on it. And then eventually I would donate it. But intentional consumption has truly saved me. Let's back up a little bit. When I hear words like intentional consumption, sometimes my brain like like totally just like tunes out because it's like, those are large words and like, I don't want to think about that. And hopefully that doesn't make me sound dumb. (laughs) I feel like that's a universal experience. If I'm not actively like sitting down, ready to listen to a lecturer, when I start hearing kind of, it feels a little bit like jargon a little bit. Like there's something about that. My brain just doesn't really want to listen to it. So let's break down. What does intentional consumption mean? Intentional consumption means that you are being aware of what you're spending your money on. In short, that is what it means. So to be intentional with what you're spending your money on, to be aware of it. It can't be something that you just like add to cart, check out. Like if you're on Amazon, for example, which makes it so easy, you could just kind of add a bunch of things to your cart and then check out and then you get it within the next two days. There are things that I do that kind of help me feel a little bit more intentional with it, but I do feel like it's important to give some examples of what maybe your current spending habits look like, because this is what mine used to look like. So going back to holiday decorations, I would pop into Target hit up the the value section, and then I would be like, okay, all these things are so cute. Let me just throw them into my cart, and then we'll just like peruse around Target. Then you actually go to the bedding section, and then I see a blanket with Christmas trees on it. It's like a fleece blanket. I'd be like, oh my God, that's so cute too. I'd throw it in the cart, and by the time I checked out, I'm spending $200, $300 on random things that I didn't actually think about where they're going once I get them home. These are all those things that I impulsively thought, Hey, this looks cute. Let's just buy it and I'll find a place for it. That's one way. The other way of spending is just not thinking about the longevity behind it. So picking up items that maybe I do have a certain spot that I want to put it, uh, maybe like party supplies. I feel like this is kind of a good one. So you know, you're throwing a party, you're going to have people over for Friendsgiving in November. And so you go to the store and you buy paper plates to help with your dishes, because it's a lot of people, maybe you don't have enough dishes, whatever the situation might be so you buy the paper plates with like little turkeys on it because it's thanksgiving by the time you get to the cash register it's only like 20 bucks probably not that expensive but at the end of the day you're actually throwing away them once you're done so that's another example not really thinking through the life cycle that you're just throwing something away rather than picking a plate that maybe is like compostable and can go in like your community green bin or a come compost or whatever it is. So that's another example. The other thing that I feel like I see a lot of are like clothing hauls. So maybe you're scrolling on TikTok, you see somebody wearing cool pair of jeans on Instagram, or you get like a targeted Instagram. I'm so guilty of Instagram ads. And you're like, okay, this is really cute. And let's just buy it. So you throw it in your cart, you buy it, you get it home, and you never actually end up wearing it. <laughs> it's not something that actually served function for your life. So those are all different examples of like what maybe your current spending habits look like, and how we can kind of adjust them a little bit into being a little bit more intentional of where you're going to put your money behind that. So how do we how do we adjust those? The first thing that I can recommend is that you buy things that are going to last you longer, or can be used and reused time and time again. If we're going to go back to the holiday decorations, maybe you go there and yeah, sure. Maybe the pumpkin pillow is really cute, but when you put it in your cart, you notice that like the little fuzz of it's just like coming off super easily and it hasn't even left the shelf yet. So at that point, maybe you're like, all right, this isn't actually going to last me a long time. So let me put this back and find something else that... Is a better quality that's going to last me. So when I put it in the attic and get it down next year, it'll be in the pretty much same condition because it was built for a little bit more of longevity. That's one example of how you can kind of adjust it and kind of change your perspective when you're shopping to be more aware. Here's another example of being intentional with what you're spending your money on, keeping it with the holiday decorations. So I think that there's There are two routes you can kind of go with holiday decor. So let's say it's Christmas and you have a Christmas tree. That's great. That's a given. But you want some blankets that also give that kind of cozy Christmassy vibe. Maybe instead of going for the blanket that has Christmas trees printed on it, you go for like a plaid blanket that's green and blue that really accents the cozy feeling that you want, but it can actually be used year round. It just really accents the holiday decor that you already have. That's a way to be intentional with your spending as well, because you're, you're buying something that is multifunctional. It's just, it doesn't serve just one purpose. It's something you can use year round. That's another way to kind of support your intentional consumption, to buy less, essentially, to know that what you're spending your money on is something that is of value. I want to throw in a personal story here. So I have two things that I kind of struggle with when it comes to buying new stuff. So the first one, like I mentioned, I am totally an impulse buyer. If I am at a store and I see something cute, it's so hard for me to not just like throw it in my cart and then buy it and then figure out a spot for it later. And then the other thing is if in my if I'm in my feels, if I'm feeling emotional. I want to buy something. I think it's a way of making me feel like I'm more in control of my situation. Feeling like that small, like instant ratification of immediately purchasing something. But those are the two things that I kind of struggle with when it comes to spending my money. And I wanted to let you guys know that I have a few things I do to make sure that I'm not always like feeling guilty when I do buy something new. And I feel like sometimes this is a hard conversation to have because... I know, I know what this job looks like. You know, I know what my industry looks like. It looks like to buy less. That is a simple answer is to just buy less. And so whenever you end up do buying something that's maybe not thrifted or it's not from like a totally sustainable company because it's from, I don't know, Walmart or you, you Amazon something online, I think inherently you kind of feel this like guilt and the guilt like sticks with you. Like you're like, man, like, I really should have checked Facebook Marketplace for a few more days before buying new nightstands or whatever it is. And that guilt is something that is self-inflicted. It's, it's something that I have put on myself because I I want to do the best that I can in the means that I can. But I also don't feel like that guilt doesn't understand that not every everything is feasible. If you can't afford to buy the $300 top, from the most sustainable brand, it's okay if you need to go to Old Navy and buy the $15 top instead, as long as the top that you're choosing is something that you know you're actually going to wear and you're not just like buying 16 different tops in place of a $300 top. At At that point, maybe you should go for the nicer top because you're spending the equivalent amount of money, but if it's something that is in your budget and actually functional, And maybe it's not the most sustainable option. I feel like that's okay. And I don't really feel like you have to feel guilty just because that's the only thing you can afford. Just because you know it's not the best option for you to do. As long as it is something that you're going to take care of and use again, 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 and again, and again, and again. But I do feel like social media kind of gives you the feeling of like, that's not fine, you know? So in those situations like, girl, I'm not made of money. So sometimes I got to buy the $15 top from Old Navy because that's what is in my budget. In those situations, remind yourself that you are a human. And to be totally and truly zero waste is extremely difficult to achieve. There are people that have really made a brand off of that. And that's great and so good for them. But I don't think that it's always fully accessible to the general public, like me and you. So it's okay if you can't be fully zero waste. I think the most important thing you can do is just be imperfect in your sustainable journey. And that should be enough. And as you continue to get more and more comfortable with it, then doing better and better. But I don't think you have to be a totally perfect person in order to call yourself an environmentalist. The other thing that I like, to tell myself this goes, I think a little bit, it's a little easier to do this tip if you're online shopping, but I like to use and implement the seven day rule. So if I am on Amazon, for example, and I see some, I don't know, cool home decor, I keep saying, I don't know. I'm just really coming up with like a random, <laughs> random products out of my butthole at this point. But if I see some like new pillows that I really want, I'm like, I love these pillow covers. These are amazing. They would work so perfect under a living room. What I'll do is I will put them in my cart, but I don't allow myself to actually buy them until it's been at least seven days. I give myself seven days to make sure I actually want that product. So are there things in my like Amazon save for later section of my cart that I will probably never buy at this point absolutely. Like I have these little glasses in there that have like a bamboo lid and then a glass straw that goes in the lid. And man, they're cute, but they're so not functional. I do not need them. They are cute though. I will give them that, but I do not need those. I have too many cups to begin with. So try implementing the seven day rule. Maybe that'll help. Just allow yourself to be conscious of what you're spending. I think the less that you can have on your home, the better. It allows you to really appreciate and actually use the items in your house. And the other thing that I can offer you is to ask yourself, is this product helpful, realistic, or does it bring joy into my life? Is it helpful in my day-to-day life? Like a coffee maker, for example, I can program it to make me my coffee in the morning. That's helpful. Is it realistic in my life? Do I even drink coffee? Do I even really need a coffee maker? And does it bring joy? Does a morning fresh cup of coffee in the morning actually make me happy? And if it can fall into one, if not all three of those categories, then then it's worth it. That's an intentional purchase that you'll actually benefit from versus throwing things in your cart and bringing it into your home and not realizing that you're you're never going to use it and that it's not functional, and that it's not helpful for you. And it's not realistic. And it doesn't bring you joy because it clutters your life instead of being intentional. So that is today's episode all about intentional consumption. It's it's a hefty topic. I do feel like there is some nuance here because there's nuance to everything. Gosh, it's just life. It's reality, man. I just feel like it's a perfect time to talk about it with the holidays being here. And we're going to be seeing a lot more of it. And I do feel like in recent years, holiday decorations have become so popular. And I think the media really makes us feel like we need to have the latest and greatest when you don't, you don't have to have any of that. It's a spirit that's within you, not your external materialistic things. The Materialistic things, they may make you happy, but you don't actually need them to celebrate certain holidays. So just be intentional with what you're buying this year. Think to yourself, Is it helpful for my life? Is it realistic for my life? And does it bring joy into my life? Just ask yourself those three questions. Do the seven day rule for any online shopping. Make sure you actually want that thing. It's not just an impulse buy. And also remind yourself that you're human and you don't have to feel guilty if there is something that you want, even though you're trying to spend less. If it fits in those categories, if it fits in those questions, if it's a yes to all those questions, it's worth it. I would say it's worth it just being intentional. Do not overconsume. But to be intentional with your consumption is a totally different story. That's my soapbox. Thanks for listening. We are going to go ahead and hop into good climate news. Today's article is titled, Amazon Deforestation at Six-Year Low in Brazil after plunging 66% in July. So in case you don't know, there has been new control in the government over in Brazil. And the new people that have come in have really cracked down on deforestation and, and really trying to preserve the Amazon rainforest as best as possible. And so it's pretty cool to see that they're cracking down on deforestation And I mean, literally, who doesn't know about the Amazon rainforest? I feel like it's something like I learned as a child. And it's super cool to know that people actually care about it because previous government really was taking advantage of that. So it's cool to know that the new government that has stepped in here is really caring about our climate and trying to keep it in the best way possible by declining those deforestation rates. As always, I will link that in the show notes for anybody interested. You can follow me at Crystaline Geyer on all the major platforms. You can also follow the podcast at My Body Planet Podcast on Instagram. And that's what I got for you guys this week. Thanks for sticking around. I really feel like I totally rambled, but hopefully it was helpful for somebody out there and hopefully it was a valuable episode for someone. Please let me know if it was for you because I need validation. If you liked this podcast, Please rate us on Spotify or Apple it means a lot, it helps us in the algorithm. And if you are cool, I hope you have a great day. All right, that's what I got. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>